Blog recorded. Welcome to the Magellan Show. This is the Magellan Show, and it is the 17th day of December 2015. Can you believe it? We are just uh, just a little over, well, what, a little over a week away from Christmas. Shows you how time is just zipping by so, so quickly. Well, our time will zip by quickly before you know it. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to our program. We appreciate your listening to the broadcast. I want you to know that we are here, well, two days a week uh, as a regular program, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We're also here to do reports and updates, and the way that you can stay connected with, with what we're doing is by subscribing to well to our podcast you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel just find us on YouTube type in the keywords Magellan show and you'll find us on YouTube a great way to connect with us or on Twitter as well at real Magellan uh, our website don't forget www.magellanshow.com and that is our uh, our our main site there also also, we uh, we just want to uh, remind you that, uh, you know, if you want to email us, if you want to, you know, stay connected uh, and, and and find more about, about what's going on, maybe you have a question or uh, a comment or whatever it may be, uh, then you can email us, contact at MagellanShow.com. On this edition of the Magellan Show, we want to get into the news. There's always a lot of news to cover, and today is no exception. Since our last broadcast, we uh, we all had a chance, I'm sure, to watch the, the Republican debates, got record-breaking viewership, and we learned a lot about the candidates, uh, learned some good things and some bad things and everything in between. So we'll probably take a few moments to to talk about that. We want to go over to our website, MagellanShow.com, and look at some of the headlines for this 17th day of December. We do appreciate your listening and getting the word out about our program. We want to thank uh, websites like IQDCalls.com for posting our programs. Much appreciated. Well, looking at some of the top stories for today, I have been talking recently about how the idea of World War III is no longer an idea, but becoming a reality. It's a reality that a lot of us don't want to admit, but, well, it's on us. And as I've said before, it's a different kind of war. It's partly conventional, 
uh, and partly unconventional. And that's what makes it so tricky. But looking at some of the top stories, check some of these out. China angry as U.S. approves nearly a $2 billion arms sale to Taiwan. Now, some people might just kind of shrug that off and not pay much attention to it, but you've got to understand something. Here's what you got to understand. Taiwan is an ally with the United States, and the United States ally with Taiwan. Where, where's the problem? Well, I'll tell you. China has always been very possessive of Taiwan. Chinese nationalists believe that, uh, that, that Taiwan really should belong to China and be part of, of China. So how does all that play out? I remember, I remember some years ago uh, hearing a program from a, uh, from a well-known prophecy teacher, uh, and, and he was talking about how a China war could be uh, in the future. Now, this was uh, quite a few years ago. And at first I, I thought, well, how could that be? I don't really see how that could, could play uh, come into play. But he, but he brought it out about the relationship that the United States has with Taiwan and what that would look like if there was some type of, of altercation, some type of situation that could arise. And we know that China has been asserting itself in the South China Sea, uh, Spratly Islands. Been trying, they've been trying to uh, create a lot of man-made islands and and really show their authority in that region. And we hadn't heard much about Taiwan lately, but now we're hearing more about it. According to RT, we get the headline and the report: China angry as U.S. approves 1.83 billion arms sale to Taiwan. Now I know that China is probably thinking something like this. Hmm. If the United States is arming, heavily arming Taiwan, then where does that put us? And should we take some type of unilateral action? And if they did, my friends, what would happen next? The U.S. government has approved the sale of weapons, ammunition, and other military systems to Taiwan for the first time since 2011. China is protesting the move, calling it interference in its internal matters and harmful to relations with Washington. Taiwan will get armored transports, a variety of anti-tank missiles, ship-mounted point defense guns, and other military equipment as part of the package, as well as two refurbished Oliver Hazard Perry-class missile frigates. The total value of the weapons package, the first in over four years, as we said, at nearly $2 billion. The State Department formally informed Congress of the sale on Wednesday, a year after lawmakers voted to approve it. Though the U.S. does not recognize Taiwan as a separate country, a 1970 law governing relations with the island obligates Washington to provide regime to provide the regime in Taipei, the, the capital of Taiwan, with sufficient self-defense capabilities and comes to its protection in case of a Chinese attack. So even though the United States has said, well, we don't recognize you as a, as a sovereign nation, we're still going to defend you. 
if for some reason there is a uh, an escalation uh, in tensions and China were to attack. I have been saying and, and, and even thinking for longer that all of the fears that we have in the Middle East, though warranted, could possibly in some way, shape, or another be a, not an intentional diversion, but let's just put it this way, that if we're not careful, our attention can be so could be so diverted to what is happening in the Middle East that we could forget and overlook what could be just over the horizon in the Far East. I mean, just last week, and we reported on this, Kim Jong-un and and his uh, military force in North Korea announced that they now have a hydrogen bomb. Couple that with what's going on with China and their dissatisfaction in our arming Taiwan, and to me, it is a recipe for uh, for for a lot of trouble and great tension. So they're obviously, and un, well, and unfortunately, so a great deal of uh, of tension and 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 just 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 problems and chaos throughout the world. It's clear that we're living in the last days. Be that as it may, we need leadership, political leadership that will ease these tensions rather than fanning the flames. When I was watching the debate Tuesday night, and I tried to pay close attention to it, there were some things that really stood out, and I'd like to talk about those for a moment as we consider the tensions around the world and as we are moving into World War III. Uh, one of the statements from Governor uh, Chris Christie out of New Jersey, and the question was, what would you do if there were a no-fly zone in uh, and around Syria and Russian planes were to come in there? What would you do? What kind of action would you take? And he said, I mean, without apology, that he would definitely shoot Russian planes down if he were president of the United States. That's what Chris Christie said. And I thought Christie had a little bit more sense than that, but obviously he didn't. I think sometimes they just rattle these things off without even thinking about it. Well, Senator Rand Paul uh, kind of put him in his place and said to the audience, look, if if you are fully ready for World War III, then here's your candidate. Of course, he's not the only one that holds to that view, and, and that also is... Uh, Unsettling. We don't need. We don't need more of an escalation uh, in 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 tensions between uh, superpowers. I think uh, I think we've been through enough already over the uh, over the decades and centuries. You know, from the Cold War to everything else in between. Now, speaking of Russia. Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, actually, if you could say this, 
issued an endorsement. Can you believe that? Absolutely. Uh, I want to share with you more about this. Issued an endorsement, endorsing Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump has said that he would like to, if president, work with the the president, the Russian president, uh, Vladimir Putin. Apparently, Vladimir Putin uh, took that uh, in a positive light and, and, and considered a compliment. Following his annual press conference in Moscow, Russian President Vladimir Putin gave a qualified endorsement of Donald Trump's candidacy for the Republican presidential nomination on Thursday, saying he hoped Trump's election could improve Moscow's relations with the United States. Quote, he's a really brilliant and talented person without any doubt. It's not our job to endorse, uh, it's not our job to judge his qualities. That's the job of the American voter. But he's the absolute leader in the presidential race. This, was, this is what Putin said uh, at the uh, annual press conference in Moscow. He also went on to say, quote, he says he wants to move on into a new, more substantial relationship, a deeper relationship with Russia. How can we not welcome that? Of course we welcome that, uh, end quote there by Vladimir Putin. Uh, he went on to say uh, some other things, and, uh, and well, <laughs> check this out. Uh, Putin also went on to say, he does not like Obama at all, he doesn't respect Obama at all, and I'm sure that Obama doesn't like him very much. Uh, Trump said, uh, Putin in October, I should say, just to clarify there. So, you know, you've got all these statements, uh, some from from Vladimir Putin, some, of course, uh, from from Trump. And I think it's important to have good diplomatic relations with, with countries. We can't be so quick to, to, to always uh, saber-rattle, if you will. There is a time and place for that. As a matter of fact, I think that the situation with North Korea is being ignored. I mean, here you have someone that says, "Hey, I want to blow you guys up," you know. I, you know, and and, and he is constantly, constantly threatening the United States with his uh, weaponry. And I know many times we say, "Oh well, you know, he's got bad intentions," but but he he can't hurt us because his his military is not sophisticated enough to do so. But we should not underestimate our opponents. Now. As I was mentioning earlier, Chris Christie, the governor of New Jersey, was really making some pretty dumb comments about what he would do. And then you hear the Russian president say, hey, I would love to work together with with the new president. I mean, this is what we need. We need a peaceful world because there are some that simply will not work with you at all, like Kim Jong-un and others. So let's work with with those leaders that, though they may not be perfect, have a desire at least to try to sit down at the table of peace. And let's focus our military, our our, our actions militarily, on those who well, uh, wish our uh, our demise, and will simply not sit down at the table of diplomacy. That's my opinion. That's what I think. Moving on into some other news. 
Tucson uh, VA opens specialized clinic for transgender veterans. Um, you can read the article. Uh, what's there to say? Anyways, you can read the article. Moving on, just just kind of covering some, some other things here uh, that we want to talk about. You know, the email scandal with Hillary, well, it's been a big deal, of course. It looks like she's going to kind of sail right through it uh, unscathed uh, and not really harming her president, her chances for, for the Democratic nomination. But now we're finding that within the same administration, Defense Secretary Ash Carter has been using his own personal email to conduct government business. This according to the Pentagon. This is a, a developing story out of the L.A. Times. You can check it out on our Twitter feed or uh, at Real Magellan or go to our website, MagellanShow.com, to click on that link and, and read more about it. But where do these leaders get the idea or come up with the idea that they can just use a, a Gmail account or a Hotmail account or whatever account they may have to conduct personal uh, or to conduct, you know, government business? I mean, they should be using their government accounts. I mean, how irresponsible. And uh, and to me, I think the American people are just taking that sitting down and, 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 and should not. Uh, this is a big deal. Uh, a really big deal. And, uh, I, you know, it's just, I mean, it's hard to imagine that that there are those that, that are so negligent in that regard. It really is. You know, talking about the refugee crisis moving on with that, uh, there's been a lot of controversy. That's no surprise. Some have said that there would be 10,000, then 50,000, then 80,000, then 250,000. We've heard all these different figures, some from the left, some from the right, some from for the Secretary of State, uh, uh, John Kerry. And we know that, that, you know, regardless of what the governors are saying, that they're going to come, and they'll, they'll be unvetted. That's what I believe. How can they vet them when they have no databases to speak up in these countries? Oh, and, and since they don't, they don't look at their social media, I mean, really. I mean, you post something on social media that... Uh, uh, is uh, promoting a socially conservative idea, and watch how in seconds that gets taken off and scrubbed. But yet, Tashfeen Malik or whatever her name was, the the uh, the female killer terrorist, along with her husband Ruth, the San, that were responsible for San Bernardino. If and they bragged about how they 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 went through three background checks to vet her. And she came here on a on the K one or whatever that fiance visa is called, marriage visa. But yet they didn't check her Facebook or, or whatever social media she was using. And had they done that, they would have found out that she had radical uh jihadist uh ambitions and desires. And well, she carried those out. And as a result, fourteen people are dead. But thinking about all of this, we now Read a story. Well, it's it's on Fox News, 
And and I was reading this. Actually, this came out last night. You can you can check it out. But did you know that between the years 2012 and 2015, that we've already had an influx of over 100,000, over 102,000 to be uh, specific, Syrian migrants that have come into this country. So here we are squalling and 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 bickering, you know, from Congress to the uh, to the administration and the American people as to how many uh, Syrian migrants we're going to take. <laughs> and yet, we've already taken over 100,000. So what's Congress doing here? I mean, it's, it's like the American people, well, I think I can say we don't like being the butt of the joke. We don't like being made fools of. And here we are, everyone is asserting their, their view about how, how they think this should all, uh, uh, you know, go about as far as the the, uh, the migrants are concerned and the decisions for that. And yet, we've already had over 100,000 come in and likely unvetted because it's virtually impossible to do so. But here again... It's almost like we've come to the point to where our decisions have very little influence. And why is that? Well, partly because uh, there's no unity among among social conservatives. We have been we have been betrayed. We have been ridiculed. We we are constantly being ridiculed. We are persecuted. And uh, I tell you what, it's it's not good. Our faith is uh, made the butt of jokes, and that's perfectly fine. I could get on this mic and just blast Christianity all day long, which I'm not going to because I'm a born-again believer. But there would be no liberal that would come and say, hey, that's not right. You can't do that. I could, I could exercise that freedom, so to speak. And you know that's the case. You know that's the case. But if I were to say anything else about certain other uh, uh, religions, well, you know, that that would be considered politically incorrect. And and this is the world in which we are living in, and this is the society in which we are living in, and it's very it is very, very troubling. I, I don't like what's happening here because what we're seeing here is the uh the constitution. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how we how how we hear on the news about how the constitution should be respected and adhered to when it's not even a relevant matter? Like they talk about uh, those who come here illegally, and yet they have constitutional rights. Well, I don't. I don't think that 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 says that. That applies to American citizens. And there have been more apologies, more apologies made, made, it, or so it seems, towards 
the families of the perpetrators of such violence than toward than to the families of the victims. Now that just ain't right. But then again, this is this is the society in which we're living in, and it's time that we pray and see God's face that He would heal our land. Sweden is in a mess right now. There have been a lot of threats in Sweden that if they don't convert to Islam, that there would be serious consequences. Th- these are some 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 new reports that we're uh, getting uh, and reading about uh, that uh, ISIS is is uh, supposedly uh, threatening with, saying that okay, they're going to have to convert to Islam or else. And I'm like, or else what? You know, I mean, come on. Uh, it's time that 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 these uh, these governments stand up to ISIS. I mean, really, you know, it's it's getting old. Just want to remind you that our playback number is seven one two seven seven five seven zero three nine. Access code three two seven seven five six pound. But we're also on iTunes. Keywords Magellan Show, uh, our website MagellanShow.com. You can also listen on YouTube. Uh, once this broadcast has been complete, completed uh, momentarily, it'll be uh, available on YouTube. Just type in Magellan Show. Article coming out of Sweden. Speaking of Sweden, Muslim migrants batter gay man to death, wrap snake around his neck. Gruesome story, I know. But uh, Sweden is in a real mess here. And, uh, you know, I find it interesting that that liberals uh, would would continue to, in so many cases, criticize Christians and to demean them. And while Christians are conservative, and while Christians may express their views, regarding conservatism. Take the example of Kim Davis. Uh, where was that at? K- Kentucky? Or, uh, uh, you know, remember she was the county clerk. At least, you you know, you may have Christians that may assert their view or express their opinions, conservative opinions, but at least, you know, at least Christians are not promoting violence towards those that they do not agree with. Oh, you you can single out, you know, certain individuals that may have claimed to be Christian. We've had our history. But overall, Christianity has, uh, I believe, gone through great reforms. And, uh, you know, we may disagree on things, but the, the focus is is really, uh, well, it's Jesus Christ. And he is the foundation. He is the cornerstone. And, you know, you may be Baptist, you may be Catholic, you may be Orthodox, Pentecostal, uh, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, you know that, that knowing Jesus is the uh, is really what it's all about. He is the cornerstone and the cornerstone of our faith. So, you know, we are living in in the last days. 
we are we are in this period of time. We are moving into, and regrettably, World War Three. It's an unconventional war to a certain extent. But Jesus says, you know, don't be troubled. Don't get, and I'm just paraphrasing, don't get distressed and depressed because you got to look up. You have to look up because it's a sign that your redemption is drawing near, drawing nigh. So let's not forget that either. Doesn't mean that we should become complacent or, uh, or, you know, uh, feeling like you know, okay, we just not going to do anything. No, we we have to, to be proactive. We have to speak for for the truth. We have to do uh, the right thing. We have to be prepared to face the days ahead. But we do so with the joy of the Lord, knowing that. The Lord goes before us. He will be with you wherever you go. And there will continue to be attacks on 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 our faith. That's part of the end times. It's here. World Net Daily, uh World Net World Net Daily News uh just uh, released an article uh today saying that that Kentucky schools censored Charlie Brown Christmas. Tis the season for PC, political correctness. And you're going to hear more of it. I mean, I, I could I could spend the rest of the day uh, just c- citing examples of how uh, schools and universities and, uh, and and other institutions are 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 doing their best to get rid of uh, of religious symbols and icons and and uh and anything that having to do with uh with Christianity. And while I'm thankful to the Lord that we do not face the kind of persecution that that we see abroad, we still should not minimize the fact that little by little by little all those freedoms are being eroded. Think about that. Pray about that. Uh, financial news. Uh, just very briefly, we'll take a look at that. Uh, looking at Monex.com, looking at the precious metals report. We get gold and silver and so forth. Uh, gold. Gold is down $16 at 10.53. Silver. Well, it's also down thirty eight cents to thirteen seventy one. Platinum down thirty five to eight forty four. And finally looking at palladium, palladium is also down thirteen to five fifty four. A lot of this having to do, my friends, with uh the interest rates being raised a quarter point uh by the Fed yesterday. Dow Jones Industrial Average Stocks fall 1% with Dow off more than 150. And, uh, well, I think this is all a lot having to do with the, the interest rate hike. Uh, we'll we'll be following that story. And, uh, and don't forget, even though we're here regularly, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10, 10 a.m. Central, follow us uh, on social media at Real Magellan and follow our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
do that right now. And because we were doing reports all throughout the week and, and and at different times, so that way you get extra information as it happens. Because sometimes we can't wait for Tuesdays and Thursdays. Subscribe. Find us on YouTube, uh, Real Magellan, or just type in Magellan Show. You'll find us. Uh, and, uh, of course, it's linked to ikdcalls.com and other websites as well. Thanks again for listening. God bless all of you. Have a great day. And until next time, this is Magellan saying, well, bye-bye for now. <laughs>